Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Up Podcast, entitled Lead It or Leave It, with your host, church consultant and leadership coach, Chanel Ramsey. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about real quick. I don't have a long time to talk, um, but I want to stop by and share some nuggets and just some thoughts that I've been having. Hey, Cheyenne. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Fabi. So glad that you guys are joining today. Um, I don't have a long time to chat, um, and if you hear some noise in the background, don't worry about it. As long as you can hear me clearly, we're good. Um, But I want you to share this, let everybody know that you're on. Personally, invite some people so that they can be a part of this conversation. I'm going to take your questions today. Um, Just because I want to make sure that we're starting this year off right, especially when it comes down to leadership um, and it comes down to ministry. So I want to answer your questions that you might have. All right. So let's jump right into it. Happy New Year to each and every one of you that are joined. That's joining me today. Happy New Year. Um, It's it's another year. Um, I'm not really big on New Year's um, because I believe that. Any change you wanted to start, you didn't need a day to invite you to do it, but you have the wherewithal to begin that change in your life, so you can start any day being new, um, but Happy New Year anyhow. We're in a new year. I hope you feel refreshed and revived and, and renewed and ready for this new year. Um, there's a lot that this year holds for us. Um, as you can see, there are many, many themes. It's like, I see this is the year of release, and this is the year of mercy, and this is the year of wonder. It's going to be a year of a lot of things. Um, but what kind of year is it going to be for you? And so um, I was just sitting here thinking about a few things. And for those of you who may be joining me for the first time, or you've never been a part of one of these Power Chats on Tuesdays at 2, um, my name is Chanel Ramsey. I'm a leadership coach. I'm also the CEO and founder of Power Up Urban Leadership Network. You can look us up at powerupnetwork.org for more information about what we do. But we are a conduit and catalyst of empowerment for urban leaders and the area of life and leadership. We empower both urban leaders and ministry workers. And so... Our assignment is to fill the gap um, that um, is out there with the, in the area of um, leadership development as it pertains to ministry. Um, about three or four years ago, the Lord began to deal with me about um, people that were in ministry um, that had a heart to do ministry, had a heart to serve, um, but they just didn't have the tools necessary to do it effectively and to be successful at it. And I ran into a lot of people that were frustrated and felt like, hey, I want to do it. I'm trying to do it, but this is just not working out for me. And so um, he gave me the burden to begin to empower um, pastors, leaders, ministry leaders, ministry workers um, in the area of life and leadership so that they can not just serve, but serve well. And that the kingdom of God, we can be effective, right? We don't want to just do what God calls us to do. We want to do it and be effective at it. We want to do it in excellence. And so that was the birthing place of Power Up. And we've been um, growing ever since. And we're a network. So it's a community of, of, of us. We're not just one church. And that's the beauty of what we do. It's not just one church. Even at our conference um, that we had in July, we had 18 different churches represented on our team that served and so it's a, it's becoming a community, people that want to join and be a part of it. 
read up on us. Go to powerupnetwork.org and find out more information about it. But today, I want to talk to you about 2017 and, and what you guys have planned. Um, some great things. I know um, everybody's in planning mode or you should have been already. Um, for 2017 and just saying, hey, how can I bring this vision into manifestation? And so I just started to um, think about my own leadership journey and some of the things that I've learned along the way. I don't consider myself an expert. I'm just a student who's learned the lesson and I'm here to share with you what I learned. And um, one thing that I've learned is that there's a difference between um, being having a title of a, a leadership title and then actually leading people there's a difference between managing tasks and leading people and now i've realized that there's a lot of people who are great at managing tasks but not that great at leading people and so a lot of frustration comes not with the actual work that we're doing but the workers we work with and um i've been speaking to so many leaders and um they they have just been sharing with me their heart about you know, leading a team of people. And so this year, we're going to start this year talking about teams, um, which is a big topic because either we have people who want to be lone rangers, where I'm just going to do it all myself um, without a team at all, or that we have the people that want to lead, right? So you get a team of people, but they're not really a team. It's just a group of people that are, are going with you, uh, but you haven't yet uh, um, groomed the cohesiveness that you need among those people um, in order to execute the vision. Or you're just a really great worker with people that help you here and there. And what happens is you end up doing 80% of the work and then they end up doing 20% of the work and you end up burnt out. So it, it team dynamics is very, very um, intricate and it does take a lot. So I want to talk about teams this year. I want to begin the year off with talking about teams. So we're going to be offering um, to churches and to ministries, to organizations, okay? It's not just limited to a church, but if you have a nonprofit organization, um, if you have a, an organization, a community initiative, something that you're doing that requires a team, I want you to book Power Up, book myself for our Reset Your Team for 2017, okay? Because it's time to reset. Um, some teams need a moral boost. Um, some teams need more development, um, some teams need to regroup. Um, they kind of need to come back to the, to the drawing board. Why are we here? What are we doing? Um, how do we do it? Is that all has to do with the culture of the team? Um, and really, if you're going to accomplish something in 2017, it's going to take more community than ever before. We have to band together more than ever before, especially as the day of our Lord becomes closer and closer and closer to his appearing. We as a church have to come together and begin to work together, collaborate. I know that's a word that we don't like to hear, um, or we like to say we collaborated, but it really wasn't collaboration because you just made all the decisions that's not collaboration. Um, but there's so many different things that's going on with teams. And so I really feel that burden is um, just a disconnect among the team between the vision of the leader and then what is actually happening on the ground in the trenches. And so I want to encourage you to take advantage of that workshop. Reset your team for 2017. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can email me at info at powerupnetwork.org. And I'll be happy to make the connection for you. Um, someone from the team will reach out to you and make sure that we schedule you for that workshop. But I want to make sure that that's there. And uh, one thing that I want to say, I've just been meditating on this and 
as leaders, even as we come into the new year, don't be so quick to cast vision until you definitely sit back and evaluate your your personal leadership. Your personal leadership, um, especially as urban ministry leaders, sometimes we get caught up in trying to forge ahead and trying to move forward, trying to get everyone on board when we don't realize that some of the problems we encounter, we are a part of those problems ourselves. And there may be certain behaviors that we're doing that is actually feeding and fostering the existence of those problems in our ministry. So I want to challenge you as ministry leaders, I want to challenge you to consider that maybe you're doing something wrong. I know that doesn't feel comfortable. I know that's not a, 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 a place that we want to visit often, but if we are going to move forward, I want to challenge you um, to consider that maybe there's something about how I'm leading that's causing the problems that I'm seeing. Maybe there's something about how I'm leading that's causing the problems that I'm seeing. Um, we are very... We, or just people in general, can be very quick to point the finger and say, well, if they would do this, then I would trust them. If they were um, better at that, then I would be able to depend on them. If if the team would really carry the weight of the vision, quote-unquote, then I could um, put more uh, um, responsibility on them. Perhaps, just perhaps, maybe there's something about the way you're leading is causing the problems that you're seeing. And I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you to take some time to develop yourself as leaders, develop yourself in the area of leadership. Some of us are so great at pulpit ministry. We can preach, we can teach, we can lead people in worship, but we are not great at leading an organization. And so what happens is people will come and they will follow you for your ministry of, in the pulpit, you're preaching, you're teaching, you're worship, but they won't follow you in your area of leadership. And what happens is you create a disconnect where people will join your church but not serve in your church. Right? You never, anytime you have a climate where you have low volunteerism, there is a definite pointer at an issue that you're not addressing. When people are encounter the love of God, when people encounter the presence, when they encounter something good, it's the nature of God, the nature of Christ in us to want to give, to want to give back. You don't have to beg. You don't have to prime. People who have received much, give much. People who, he said, those who've been forgiven much, love much. And so when you have a climate where there is a lack of volunteers, then you have to consider what is not clear or is there something that needs to be addressed that I'm not addressing. Sometimes in churches, it's not clear how people can volunteer. They don't know who to go to. They don't know the process for it to happen. Um, they don't know where they would fit if they were to volunteer. Um, when you have a ministry where you have the same people on five different teams, these, these are all indicators that you need to take a step back and say, hey, perhaps, maybe the way that I'm leading is causing some of the problems that I'm seeing. And so I want to just challenge you as, as a leader. I mean, I know this is not a, a comfortable topic, um, but I promise you it will yield fruit because you want to be better before you get bigger.
And I know sometimes as, as leaders, we, we're pushing for the, the bigger, right? We want the greater numbers. We got pressure from everywhere saying, hey, you need to get this done. The bigger the vision this year, bigger mandate this year, bigger mission driven this year. We understand that. But before you get bigger, you need to get better. That means I need to evaluate not what we do in ministry only, but how do we do it? How are we doing ministry? How are we doing ministry? Because at the end of the day, that is really where your culture and ministry is coming from. And if you start to look deep enough, the systemic issues, you'll find the root of it. And that's the problem that most of us have. We keep attacking the fruit, but we never address the root. You keep attacking the fruit, but you don't address the root. We keep attacking, for instance, we'll say, oh, they, they're never on time to praise and worship rehearsal. That's fruit. That's not root. That's fruit. The root is, was it ever clear? Was they, were they ever given a handbook? Were they ever given a manual on how the team is ran, what the expectations are, and what the penalties or repercussions would be if they did not abide by and commit to the standards of that team? Was that ever clear? Was that ever discussed? Or did we just welcome them with open arms and say, hey, we're so happy to have you. We're going to be here every Thursday at 9 o'clock. And, yeah, they come when they want to come. Because, again, the root of the issue has to be addressed. And that root issue, you could be a part of why you're seeing it. And so I just want to challenge you. It's more than being able to preach in the pulpit. It is more than being able to... Um, being able to lead people in worship. You have to be able to lead an organization. And if you are not able to lead a team of people, then you have already lost the victory. That's the whole mission. That is the whole mission. People are ministry. That is your mission. Not to accomplish a goal, but to get a people to rally around the goal. And then the city of people does that. They do it together. They accomplish it as one. And so, I mean, when I think about some of these things, and I'm telling you, especially for those of us who are full-time pastors, your, your full-time pastorialship should include, include leadership development. Leadership development. You as a pastor have to be developing yourself in how to lead people, not just how to preach to them, not just how to counsel them. All of that is a part of it, but leading an organization not just being a dictator, but being able to listen to your people's input, creating a council where you can receive feedback from your people. Um, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really about us doing it together. It's really about us doing it together. So I want you guys to take this time to share, with, share this video with people. Share it on your page. Okay, like the power of page. Invite people right now because I want to take your questions. I want to hear what you have to say. These are just the things that are on my heart because I'm, I'm really, this, these first three months, January, February, and March, I'm going to really be pushing for you guys to reset your team for 2017. I want to be a part of that process. I want you to book me, Power Up, to come. We're going to come strong. We're going to have uh, handouts. We're going to have packets for everybody. We're going to go through material. Those of you who had us come in 2016 when we did the Evaluating Your 2016, Jump Starting Your 2017, powerful workshops. Oh, my God. Every single church we went to, they all booked us again for the next go-round because it, it just wasn't enough time. 
they, it was just you dug in and then you realized so much and it was like you got to come back you got to come back because it was so good it was so helpful it was so effective and i'm not saying that because it was me I'm saying that because that's what their survey said, <laughs> okay? Um, that's what the surveys that came back to us said. So I want you to, I want to encourage you to um, book us for that and then also share this video, invite others to join us right now. I want to take your questions. What did you think about what I just said? I'm giving you comments. Um, if you are listening and, it, and it's getting through, it's hitting something, remember, don't point the finger at somebody else now. Start with you. Say, perhaps maybe I'm doing something that's that's yielding for me the results I don't want to see. Okay? But um, give me some thumbs up if you're listening, some hearts. Let me know that you're here. And give me your questions. Uh, we're going into 2017. What are your leadership questions? Where, where are you in ministry? What can I help you with? Um, is there something that you need clarity on? Because you have to start the year with clarity. Clarity is huge. Clarity is huge. When you know where you're going, when you have clarity on what God wants you to do and how he wants you to get there. Remember, strategy is important. It's just as important as vision. Strategy is just as important as vision. Don't step out on vision until you have a sure enough strategy. Um, but I'm going to take your questions. I'll give you a few minutes because I know sometimes we're a little slow with the questions. Um, but I'm going to give you a few minutes. Think about it. Think about it because we... God wants us to lead more effectively in 2017. And this is a year for us to take the land. This is the year for us to gain new territory. Um, but we got to be better before we go bigger. And that, that's going to be key. That's going to be key for us retaining membership. That's going to be key for us retaining, recruiting, and retaining our staff on these teams. Motivating teams to get it done. Uh, Pastor Shaw is with us, and he says, when you dig into it, many leaders aren't emotionally healthy to run an organization. Wow. Wow. Healthy leadership is a whole nother conversation because we talk about the emotional health, and we have to talk about the balance, right? A lot of people are unhealthy emotionally because they're out of balance. They're out of balance at home, at work, and in the church. And so healthy ministries are run by healthy leaders. Healthy ministries are run by healthy leaders. If you have an unhealthy ministry, keep digging because you're going to find an unhealthy leader somewhere. You are going to find an unhealthy. And this could be emotionally, spiritually, financially. It'll keep, keep digging. Mental evaluation should be mandatory for ordinations. <laughs> oh, you're trying to start trouble now. You're trying to start trouble now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Your overall health should be important to the church that is establishing you as a leader. Because their establishment of you as a leader is an affirmation to the church of your leadership. So if I say this person is now pastor, prophet, doctor, teacher, whatever, and I ordain you as that, then I'm affirming your voice to a people. I'm affirming your influence to a people. So if I haven't done my own work, that means background checks, that, you know, all the evaluations, make sure you're healthy, all that good stuff, your reputation is clear. If I haven't done my homework, then I'm affirming someone that is going to be an influence to the audience that God has given me to lead. And so you are the steward, right? We talked about stewardship a couple of months ago, the difference between um, stewardship as a son 
of God and stewardship as a slave. The slave have residence, but sons have ownership. When you steward ministry as a son, it's not an it's not being done as an obligation, it's being done as an inheritance because you understand this is a part of your inheritance. An inheritance is supposed to be enjoyed here on earth. A reward is what you enjoy in heaven. And so many times we treat things, that we treat our inheritance like it's a reward. No, your inheritance is what God has given you to enjoy here on the earth. So when you understand your sonship, you understand how you're supposed to steward ministry. That's why you don't put your name on everything. That's why you don't put uh, you don't put people out there before their time, and you don't push ministries before they're ready, because you understand that that's a, that's a part of what I'm stewarding. And so when I put my name on it, when I put my hand on it, then I'm saying to the people that follow me that I am affirming this person as X, Y, and Z. You have to understand you are supposed to be a steward according to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. We are stewards of the gospel. So absolutely. Hey, Shaniqua's on. Pastor Jason Furlow is on. So yeah, these are just my thoughts for 2017. Y'all pray for me. Um, <laughs> I've just really been thinking. I, I really, I pray for y'all. I really do. I really, really, really do. And again, like I said, I want you as leaders to consider that maybe I'm leading wrong. Maybe something about what I am doing, something about how I am leading is giving me the results I don't want to see. You have to consider that. You have to consider that maybe I'm dealing with the fruit and I have not yet addressed the root as a leader. Maybe there's something different I need to be doing. I'm challenging you all. Take time before you go vision casting and telling your whole church how you're going to save the world and how this year y'all going to save 10 million souls and, and how you're going to open up a new building. and all, Before you step into any of that, any of that, take the time. To not point the finger at anybody else. Say, perhaps it's me. So let me start with developing me as a leader. Let me start developing me, my leadership potential. You know, because you can have a leadership title and forget to develop your leadership potential. It's okay to have the title. But if you are not leading effectively, then what use is that title? Go back. Go back and say, okay, I see the, these are the issues that I see around me. These are the things I don't want to see in my ministry that I'm seeing. Okay, let me go back. Am I, am I fostering this? Am I feeding this with my behaviors, with my leadership strategy? Um, what, how, how am I doing as a leader? Who are you accountable to that can look in, can take a, a peek into your ministry strategy? That's the how-to, right? It's the why behind the what. Who can take a peek in and say... Well, maybe if you change this, well, have you considered doing that? Maybe if you adjust yourself like this, then you'll be able to see the results that you want to see in ministry. Don't be the type of leader that's very quick to point the finger and say, hey, they're doing it wrong. If they were different, then I could be different. I would do. You have to be very careful of that because it's called the box of self-deception, right? You can look it up. It's a book called Leadership and Self-Deception, and it talks about that box that we put we put ourselves in by how we perceive others and you have to be so careful that that not only especially for those of you who are full-time that not only are you 
leading people in the word, right? Because you can preach well, you can lead people in worship, you can lead people by teaching, but you got to know how to lead an organization. You have to know how to lead a team of people. A leadership title without developing your leadership potential will equal ineffective ministry every single time. So even though you've been elevated already, the anointing is on you for it. You still need to get the practical tools necessary to empower yourself. Empower yourself. When's the last time you read a leadership book? When is the last time you read an article? We have time to do everything else but develop ourselves. We have to take that time to do that. Invest into yourself as a leader. Again, because it's about stewardship. It's about stewardship. How are you stewarding what he gave you? Stewarding what he gave you doesn't mean how are you preaching to people. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's how you're leading them. How are you developing your team? How are you developing their giftings? Helping to bring out the best in them. All of those different things. It's all a part of it. So I'm just challenging you because I, I believe that coming into 2017, you've got to have the right mindset. You've got to have clarity. And you got to start with you. You got to start with you. Before I'm telling y'all, if y'all if y'all follow these instructions, God's gonna give you great victory this year. I feel that God's gonna give you great victory this year. If you take a step back and consider your leadership before you cast vision, before you say we're gonna do this this year, we're gonna take over that. Before you do any of that kind of stuff with your board, before you do any of that kind of stuff with your leadership team, take a step back and say maybe, maybe, perhaps. Something about how I'm leading is showing it's feeding the problems that I'm seeing in, in the ministry that I serve in. And this is from pastors on down. I just want to see you better before you become bigger. It's not about being bigger. It's about being better. It's about grounding yourself for 2017, digging in, digging in, going back to what's working, what's not working. Why is it not working? Like I always say the why behind the what. The how behind the why. Go dig into it because it's about being better before you're bigger. And I'm telling you, trust me, you it'll be worth it. It'll be it'll relieve so much frustration. You'll know where to start. Okay, you'll know where to start after you look at that those kind of things. You'll know where to start. But you got to be honest, and you got to have somebody that's going to help you navigate that process. It's going to be your your sounding board that's maybe able to give you insight. And that's what I do as a leadership coach. When you look at a game, when you look at basketball, football, soccer, anything, the coach is not on the field, but they're on the sidelines helping to strategize for the win. And that's what I do. I don't get in the game with you, but I'm going to be on the sidelines helping you to strategize, helping you to gain insight from past plays and helping you to gain insight from from evaluating other things that you're seeing, what other ministries are doing, how they're being effective, what makes them successful. You can learn and glean from one another. Why? Because leadership is a journey. We have to do it together. And so these are my thoughts. I know I said a lot. I'm still waiting for y'all questions. That's why I keep talking. I'm waiting for y'all questions. I want to hear your questions for 2017. As we go into this year, I'm telling you, reset your team for 2017. You don't want to go through another year with the same problems with your team that you've been having. You don't want to go through the year with a uh, de-energized team. <laughs> you don't want to go through the year with a decommitted team. You don't want to go through this year with the same problems on a new day and a new year. No, we, we're going to switch all of that. 
You're going to say, I got some problems, but my team ain't one. So I want you to book us for that Reset Your Team for 2017. You can email me. You can inbox me. Again, it's info at powerupnetwork.org. If you want more information about Power Up, it's powerupnetwork.org is our website. And you can you can inbox me on Facebook. I'll be sure to answer your questions. But I'm going to give you a few minutes. Give me your questions, your comments. Welcome, everybody. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Minister Andre Bird is on. Pastor Jason Furlow. Shaniqua's on. Jamila. Pastor Jonathan Shaw is on. Fabiola's here. Ricardo is here. Lawrence. Hey, Janice. Thank you for joining me. Um, who else is here? Rose is on now. Okay, so Fabiola asked the question, what are five things we can do to ensure strong internal investments within ourselves? Okay, that's a very easy question. Five things you can do to develop yourself as a leader. Number one, get around a community of leaders, right? Don't be isolated. The worst thing you can do as a leader is be isolated. Get around people that are in the same area as, of leadership as you that want to be developed that are striving to do great things, um, get around them, stay in a community of leaders. Number two, get get some books. If you want to know some good leadership books, ask me, honey. I study this thing. I eat this thing. I breathe this thing. I research. I don't give you my ideas because I have some good ideas, but I give you proven concepts on leadership that people have tested. They have proof of concept that they work. I've applied them. I've seen them work, and I share with you out of that experience. So you want to get books? You want to stay in a community of leaders. Number two, you want to apply for classes. You want to take time to develop yourself as a leader. Fordham has some great leadership classes. Different schools have great leadership classes. NIAC, leadership development, colleges that have it. Take those classes, develop yourself as a leader. Number four, I'm here. I can coach you. That's a great investment. You pay for those coaching sessions. I'll meet with you one-on-one. Um, I actually have a client that started out with me about two weeks ago. She's in Dallas, Texas, and already seeing phenomenal, phenomenal results. Phenomenal, phenomenal results um, through leadership coaching. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. And again, I give you the best that I know. Um, and then number five, come to go to conferences. Go to leadership development conferences. Go to conferences that focus on training, that focus on empowering urban. you got to be careful now. If you're in an urban community and you go, and you go to, um, if you're in an urban community, you go to these suburban workshops now. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them. Good information. But you got to know how to tweak that method to fit your community. Right, because there's some things, some strategies they give you. You better not put that in the hood, because honey, you get torn up. Don't don't do that. But um, so you gotta know. But go to conferences like the Power Up Conference. I just dropped that name drop. Like the uh, Power Up Retreat. You know what I mean? You invite us in for our on-site workshops. All of these things help you to build and ensure a strong internal investment within yourself. Hey, Stacy's on. Hassan is on. Hey, Hassan. Um, Pastor Tao's on. So, yeah, so these are just my thoughts. Um, any more questions? I'm going to take your questions, and then I'm going to be out again. I don't consider myself a leadership expert at all, 
but I do read and research those leadership experts that know more than than I have, and they've tested out these concepts, they've proven them, and I've seen them really, really work and grow. And so um, it's just been an amazing, amazing time. And what I consider myself is a student. I've been a student of leadership, just learning. It became my passion, and now I'm just here to share with you because I believe that, especially as a church, we should not just be leading, but leading well. We should not just be doing ministry, but we got to be effective. We got to be effective. Oh, thank you, Pastor Towles. <laughs> I'm honored. Happy New Year's, everybody. Pastor Bethany is on. Um, but these are just things that I'm just, I'm just considering because there was a time, like I always tell people, there was a time in my own leadership journey where I couldn't see my wrong. I could not see it. And people would say it, and they were like, oh, you're, you're, you're unteachable. I was like, unteachable? Who, me? Not me. It's them. If they would do this, and if they would get it together, and if they was better, and if they didn't try to do this, and if they wouldn't drop the ball, I had all of these excuses guarding and shielding me from seeing myself that I could not improve. I couldn't be refined because I wasn't able to see my fault as a leader. And like I said, that's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's a very vulnerable place, but it will yield to you the results that you want to see in ministry. If you just take the, so the time to say, perhaps, maybe I am a part of the problem. Perhaps, maybe the way I'm leading is causing the problems that I'm seeing. Perhaps there's something I could be doing differently um, that could change the outcome of what I'm seeing. It doesn't have to be all you, because we're not talking about condemnation and beating yourself up and all of that foolishness. We're not talking about that. But you have to, as leaders, be able to say, maybe my hands, maybe my hands are part of why I'm seeing what I'm seeing and what I don't want to see. Um, there's a video that I show at my workshops, um, and um, I think his name is Samuel Weiss. And it's a video where um, if you go back, um, if you ever invite me and I'll show you the video, um, but it talks about how the doctors, I think it was in like the early 19th century, where there were a lot of women dying after childbirth. And they did this research and they realized that the reason why the women were dying after childbirth is because the same doctors who were doing the autopsy on the dead were also the doctors that were delivering the, the newborns. And they weren't washing their hands. So in fact, their hands were the ones that was causing the death even though they were there to help. And so as leaders, sometimes we don't see it in the beginning, but perhaps our hands are the ones that's causing the, the, the things we don't want to see happen in ministry because we're not washing our hands. And what did the Bible say in Psalms 24? Who shall ascend? He that have clean hands and a pure heart. So it's, it's so many different things, but I want you to say, hey, maybe I could be doing something differently. Why? Because I want to be better before we get bigger. I want to be better before we get bigger. I want our systems to be better. I want our teams to be better. I want how we do ministry to be better. I want why we do ministry to be better. So take this time to evaluate, re-evaluate. Look internally before you even cast your vision for this year. I'm telling you great things are in store for you guys for 2017. Just prepare, prepare, prepare. Take the time to not just have a vision, but get the strategy. Don't move on vision till you have the strategy. And don't do it alone. Collaborate. Work with each other. Empower one another. We're not here to compete. We're here to collaborate. That's how we're going to take Satan's kingdom down, because we're going to move as one voice. We're going to move as one people, and we're going to see God do some great things in 2017. That's all I got to say. Now, y'all know 
I'm still talking because y'all ain't asked me no questions. <laughs> it's really, this is y'all fault. <laughs> but really, I really, I, I hope you enjoyed it. There were so many great moments we had today in our power chat. I got some great things planned for 2017. We're going to take this power chat to the next level. We got videos coming. I'm going to be doing interviews with leaders. You guys have not seen anything yet. God has some great things in store for Power Up and for you, each and every one of you. Invite me. I want to come to your events. Y'all just invite me. Let me know when. Because I believe in supporting ministries. I believe in supporting people. Um, I want to see the best come out of your ministry and your events and whatever you endeavor to do for the Lord that he has given you. I want to see the best come out of that. And I believe that this is not just for now, but this is also for later. So what I want you to do is I want you to share this video. Take time to share this video. Let people know that you were on with me today. Personally invite people to watch it. If you came in on late, go back and watch it from the beginning. I promise you it'll be worth your time. Why? Because when you invest your time, you are getting ready to receive a great harvest and reward. So that's all I have to say. Power Up is here for you. We are in, in catalyst and a conduit of empowerment for urban leaders and ministry workers in the area of life and leadership. I believe that God wants to see you empowered. He don't, he don't want to have a weak church. He wants a strong church. He wants an effective church. And we're going to make that happen for him in 2017. Why? This is God's year. Not our year. This is God's year. So I love you guys. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying for you. Trust and know. I might not know you by name, but I'm telling you when I go before God, I'll say every person that has ever watched your Facebook Live, every one of my friends on Facebook, anybody connected to me in whichever way they have connected, I want to see you grow. I don't want to see you burn out this year. I don't want to see you give up and throw in the towel. Because, you know, people give up and still come, still serve it, but they done gave up in their heart. They done gave up in their spirit. And God wants to refresh you for this year. So I'm ready. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. So 2017 is going to be a great year. Plug in, power up, and I'll see you next Tuesday around Tuesday. Thank you again All right, guys. for joining us on the Power Up Podcast, Lead It or Leave It, with your host, Chanel Ramsey, where we seek to inspire and empower today's leaders for more information about power up we invite you to visit us at powerupnetwork.org or you can reach us by email at info at powerupnetwork.org feel free to subscribe go on social media like our page and follow us till next week be inspired